Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 509. I'll get to the callers after this piece, but it's time for Do I Have a Case with Frank Andrews. We'll be back with the show in just a few minutes. Thank you very much, Rob. Once again, the question is, do I have a case? People from all over northeastern and central Pennsylvania sending in their questions for attorney Keith Figured, who is on the line with us right now. Keith, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Frank. Hope all is well with you and, uh, and your family. I can't believe how fast the year is going by. But now uh, we have it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. We have a question about the utility companies, and this one is interesting, as all the questions are. This one comes from the borough of Luzerne. Can you sue the water company? There was a leak on my front sidewalk. They dug it up and repaired it. When they replaced it, they did a lousy job, and the sidewalk is dangerous, and people could trip over the edges. I don't know what to do to prevent myself from being sued. All right, so one of the things, and um, I'll uh, do two, two quick uh, uh, scenarios, one involving a government entity, if the water company is a government entity or if it's a private entity. So in general, yes, you can sue the water company for damages resulting from the leak and or poor repair job in order to present your in order to prevent yourself from being sued. However, and in this particular situation, you would want to consult with a local attorney as soon as possible to discover to discuss what your course of action uh, or what course of action you could possibly take to protect yourself. Because see, in these types of situations, what can happen is because it's your property. Um, he, the per individual can still be sued, and what they would, may need to do is bring the water company in as an additional defendant, which then would um, uh, maybe indemnify or hold harmless the, the property owner to prevent them from suing them, or they might even become a part of the suit such that now you as the person being sued is suing the company that did the work. However, as I had indicated prior to this, if it's a government entity, it's going to be a little bit more difficult because they're... Um, are different, I guess, uh, hoops to jump through. In most cases, and if it's a government entity, you must first exhaust administrative remedies before you can file a lawsuit. This means that you must file, uh, you must first file a claim with the government entity and exhaust all of the procedures and remedies that the government government entity has in place to address your claim. If the government entity fails to resolve it at that point, then you may be able to file a lawsuit against them. Additionally, there may be special laws or procedures that you may follow when suing the government entity, so it is important to consult with an attorney right away. And if it's a government entity, again, you're dealing with a lower or a shorter statute of limitations, maybe six months. Now, if it's a private company, it's a lot different because they're going to have insurance, most likely, and that's one of the things you want to do before hiring these companies is make sure you have a written contract. In that contract, you want to make sure if there is a breach of the contract, they don't perform workmanlike conduct uh, or something along those lines. Usually there may be a right or a period of time to allow them to cure that. And if they don't, then they're in breach. Uh, but even in that instance, you want to make sure if there's a breach that you're entitled to get your attorney's fees. I mean, I could keep going on and on about this. It's a really complicated area, and, and I, I don't want to confused at, at this point but the bottom line is really in these situations you need to contact an attorney to know what type of entity you're dealing with and what proper course of action to take should something like that occur all right now as most people know we are streamed all across the country and this next question comes in from binghamton new york um, is video recorded on my ring doorbell something that a police officer could use in an investigation? I have recordings of someone, I think it might even be a neighbor, stealing packages off my porch. So if people in New York are listening, what do you got there, Keith? 
All right. So uh, people in New York, now I'm going to make this specific to Pennsylvania because I practice in Pennsylvania. Um, so if it is in New York, there may be little nuances, differences in the law. So if you want to consult specifically with an attorney in the area in which you uh, reside. However, for purposes of Pennsylvania, yes, video recorded on a ring doorbell can be used in an investigation in Pennsylvania. The police are allowed to use the footage from a homeowner surveillance system as evidence in criminal proceedings. In addition, homeowners can also privately share their video footage with the police. Um, the best way to preserve video evidence is to store it on a secure, dedicated storage system. This could be a secure server, a hard drive, or a cloud storage system like Dropbox or Google Drive. Make sure the server or hard drive is not connected to the internet and make sure you have a secure password to access the data. Also make sure to back up the video to a different system in case the original storage system fails. And they want to do this because sometimes those cameras, if, if they, they may only record for 72 hours, 48 hours, or might where it's a loop and it records over everything. So they obviously want to make sure that they preserve the evidence. And then lastly, if you have evidence that you believe proves a crime, the first thing you should do is contact the police and let them know about it. Explain the nature of the evidence and provide any relevant details. The police will then advise you on the best way to turn over the evidence. Depending on the type of evidence, you may be asked to take it to the police station, mail it, or arrange it for an officer to come and collect it. You amaze me. I think you must be staying up all night researching these questions. <laughs> you, you, you have answers on all of them. And, of course, people, because of that, people want to know how they get in touch with you. Well, they can reach me directly at 570-954-9299. I can receive email at Keith at figuredlaw.com and there's additional information and I'm available 24-7 through my website and that's figuredlaw.com. All right, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you very much, Keith. Thanks, Frank, and as I say, always my pleasure. All right, now folks, if you have a question, if you're wondering, do I have a case? The best way to get that question to me is by email, frankandrews at wilknewsradio.com. Again, frankandrews at wilknewsradio.com. Next week, we have questions about a misdemeanor in a traffic situation and also apparently one of these electronic cameras that caught someone driving on the interstate. So we got some interesting questions coming next week on Do I Have a Case? Now let's get back to Rob. Thank you, Frank. It's with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. We'll be talking about the uh, Supreme Court issues today, and we have a bunch of people on hold. So let's get to them uh, right now. We have uh, Joe from Berwick on the Supreme Court. Joe. Uh, hello. Hey, before I get into that, I just want to say I knew the answer to that one question that Frank asked because my son-in-law had gotten out of a lawsuit he was named in because the local police, now don't put your local police down. I actually give him a lot of credit. The local police did their job and looked into security footage from people who lived in an area where an accident happened and because they did their jobs, my son-in-law got out of a lawsuit. So I, I didn't know the answer to that doorbell question. Um, but with that being said, when I listen to you, Rob, you bring me back to uh, my, my so many things I dealt with in my career. And here's something I know you'll relate to. I knew some of these men who... Even though they got their jobs because of what you call equal opportunity uh, hiring within, you know, the, the state, the, these men were capable human beings. 
They did not want anyone looking at them as somebody who got something handed to them. They were people who qualified for what they did because of their personal expectations and what they expected of themselves. And and I think back to, you know, one of these men and, and, and just what he told me he and his wife did when they left the city and how, you know, I, I, I thought to myself, my God, when do you sleep because of this, what they did and how hard they worked to make a life for themselves and their children. And I think to myself now, I'm listening to these people who, who want me to accept this idea that, well, if you just put token individuals in positions that they, they may or may not belong, they represent everyone, and, and therefore you're, you're free and clear of, of all, all the sins of the past. And I think to myself, well, if, if you really want to follow that mentality out and, and you want to try to insist that that's the right way to think about these things, why do I have to accept your examples of, of like, the lowest uh, uh, accomplished people as those you want to promote and, and hold up as examples? Why can't I come up with my own examples from people I know who actually do something and, and, and who actually accomplish things in their lives and don't get to what they have by, by being a victim? Because there are people like that out there. And what I usually find is, interestingly enough, they, they, they kind of leave everything behind. They leave everything they knew and grew up with, and, and they start anew. And it, it, it's just interesting to, to see how those individuals uh, come about and, and do what they do by setting out on their own and not getting something handed to them as victims. Yeah, and it's a extreme minority that they're they're focusing on here. The very vast majority of of the people in these groups that they they want to promote in here are doing just fine on the, their own. They are prospering. They are doing it. Look all around us. It, it, it's just the, this is their narrative. This is the perpetual victimhood that they use to to continue their elections and to continue their continue their power in these these areas and and it's sad it is sad because it is the perpetual victimhood that is that is continues to hold this small percentage of the people they keep highlighting down joe i appreciate well, you calling. I, I, yep thank you thank, thank you. you um let me go to uh bill from wilkesbury on the supreme court bill thanks for taking my call i i know some people on the left are complaining that the supreme court ruled that Bakers and so on don't have to serve LGBT people, which is an absolute distortion. What they said was the baker doesn't have to create an LGBT-themed wedding cake if that's inconsistent with the baker's uh, belief. It doesn't say that a restaurant doesn't have to serve LGBT people or anybody else can discriminate against somebody and refuse to serve them only you don't have to express yourself in the manner in which you do not believe. Suppose that organization you mentioned, the Westboro Baptist Church, came and said they wanted somebody to bake a cake with a theme that says, God hates gay people. Uh, I certainly wouldn't bake a cake like that. that I, I find that kind of uh, statement absolutely repulsive, and I don't think anybody else would have to bake a cake like that either. Now, they, they would have to bake them a cake that was the bland cake that didn't say anything 
You're, you're absolutely correct, Bill. It has nothing to do with service. It has, it has to do with their expression, their creativity. And that's why it's just blatantly a First Amendment case here. And, and if you look at it at its core, you need to applaud that because either, either you're going to support the fact that no one can force you to express yourself in a way you don't deem see fit or you're not. And and I would go with the latter, even if, like I've named the thing, burning the flag, the Westboro Baptist Church, things I find abhorrent, but that the the Supreme Court has found, you know, is free speech. That's right. It's it's freedom, not just freedom of expression, it's freedom from expe- expression. And I think the Supreme Court's doing a very good job. They're, they're interpreting the Constitution as opposed to amending it, which is the job of the Senate and the state, so they're doing what they're supposed to do. I, yeah, absolutely, Bill. I appreciate your call today. You have a great Fourth of July weekend. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, 522 here at WILK. It's time for traffic and weather. Thank you. This Pentella data, internet traffic update. We have slowing on 81 southbound. You're dipping around 20 miles per hour through the Wilkes-Barre area. There is slowing both directions on 81 Pittston to Scranton. It is all jammed up through construction, 81 both directions, Waverly to Lenox, also out on 80 west. And as you head on to Route 6 east to Dunmore, the KC Highway, that is bumping to bumper, and we have a report of an accident on 115 Bear Creek Boulevard. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stown, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Jeremy Luan. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 63. Tomorrow, partly sunny with scattered showers and storms. More humid, high 85. Sunday, breaks of sun and scattered showers and storms, high 80. Monday, some sun, scattered showers and storms, high 83. Tuesday, more sun, high 88. It's currently 84 degrees with that uh, bad air haze outside at 523, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 526. As far as the student debt forgiveness, an analysis from the Committee for a Responsible Budget, the CFRB, found that America's highest earners will reap nearly two-thirds of the giveaway, the student loan forgiveness. That means that 87% of American adults without student loans will be stuck with the nearly $600 billion tab. 57 to 65% of the extended pause and cancellation, debt cancellation, will go to those at the top half of the income spectrum. Those are the facts of the Biden student debt forgiveness. And uh, she's been waiting a while. Let me go to uh, Lorraine from Hazleton on a poem as it goes by. Lorraine, sorry you're waiting so long. Lorraine, you there? Lorraine! Lorraine, you there? Are you there? I'm here. I'm waiting on you. Yeah. You got to turn off your radio. Yes, it's off. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Give us the poem. We were waiting uh, a little bit for you to catch up with the, the radio that you were listening to. As maybe you heard it this morning, or maybe some did. That's okay. As time goes by. As time goes by, the days seem much shorter. The nights grow even longer. Our bodies become weaker. We wish our nerves were stronger. As time goes by, 
our problems begin to multiply. Some families seem to divide. Many of us give up hope. We pray our troubles would just subside. As time goes by, the tears flow more frequently. Some still strive for success. Life doesn't seem the same. Our steps may become less and less. As time goes by, our eyesight will likely grow dim. The bathroom seems farther away. We may become more discouraged. Our hair soon fades to gray. But as time goes by, we should stop and gaze at the flowers. We should listen to the church bells ringing. We should count our blessings. Then, as time goes by, the only sound we'd hear would be our hearts singing. That was nice, Lorraine. Thank you for calling us, and, and you have a great 4th of July. Do you have any plans for this weekend? No, no, I'm still recuperating. Oh, we wish you the best, and hopefully uh, you're able to rest and and get better, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Okay. All right, thank you, Lorraine. You have a great uh, weekend. You too. So long now. Okay. Um, I, I just got some text messaging about the, uh, you know, P.S., sorry to bother you. You think the local news should give better info about the stinky smoke. They're terrified every, they terrified everyone about the COVID, but the same uh, generation is uh, in the same danger. Uh, if you have an old 95 mask, use them. Cheers. Uh, you never bother me, so I appreciate you calling in. I just checked the air, air now. It's airnow.gov. You can check it yourself. And we are in the red. All of eastern Pennsylvania. Actually, it's on a diagonal from uh, the northwest of Pennsylvania all the way through Harrisburg down to uh, just west of Philadelphia is all in the red. Pittsburgh and the western part of the state is in the yellow and green. There's a small band of orange down the middle. But the entire northeast of Pennsylvania, all of New Jersey, most of New York, uh, most of New York State, half of Connecticut, half of Massachusetts, um, and a lot of Canada, of course, is all in the red. Right here in Pittston, we are at um, 171, 150. Anything over 150 is considered unhealthy and hazardous. We are at 171, so we're almost right in the middle of that uh, red warning here in all of northeast Pennsylvania. So so that's what we have there. I, I got a text message earlier when we were talking about the Supreme Court justices and the gifts that they take and you know, uh, the trips that they've taken and such like that, and the fact that they've all done it. Over the past 40, 50 years, every single justice in there, we can go through the list, has taken these trips, have received, you know, gifts, have received, you know, airfare on private aircraft and done everything in their own way. Um, But the person said, uh, the difference is declaration. Thomas did not declare. You might want to practice what you preach and being honest or at least open in all details regarding declarations, LOL. Well, there was no rule on declaring it historically, and it's been historically, it's been voluntary. Uh, Thomas, I know, did discuss some of his trips with the justices and uh, was told not it's not necessary. But in March 2023, this is new, a new rule for disclosure was passed for the Supreme Court. It was an internal thing. They did it themselves. This is not something that was mandated to them. Like I said, there is no reporting. There is no declaring rule. For the Supreme Court, and uh, there's no ethics rule that makes these things illegal for them. So to pick out specific justices and say, well, Alito's bad, well, Thomas is bad because they've taken these trips. I'm sorry, every single one of them 
for the past 40, 50 years has done the same exact thing. So either you're going to call them all out or none of them. And if you want to call for an ethics change and an ethics rule, uh, guidelines for them, I'm all for that. But again, don't pick out the Republicans for not doing that because you have the Democrats sharing a house in power and you have the Democrat in charge of the White House. So, uh, you know, just to give a little inside information there that there there is a voluntary rule that they passed within themselves in March of, of 2023. And uh, that's what they followed for that. It's 532 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 537 as we're in the last half hour of the show on this 4th of July weekend. Lehigh Valley Hospital, Dixon City, is presenting the Lackawanna County Scrantastic Spectacular Monday, July 3rd at Courthouse Square, Scranton. Event kicks off at 4 p.m. I will be broadcasting live from there from 3 to 6. Nikki will be broadcasting there live before me from 12 to 3. So come on down, see us both, say hello, wave at us when, you, when you're down there, and introduce yourself when we're off the air to say hello. Food trucks and vendors line the square. Local bands on the side stage from 5 p.m. to 7.45. Sponsored by Scranton Recycling. Kids zones with games and bouncy houses. Northeast Pennsylvania Philharmonic Brass and Percussion. Always great and on point. Members on the stage at 8 p.m. Fireworks at 9.30 p.m. Sponsored in part by Ulema. Um, the, the entire event is sponsored in part by the Scranton Tomorrow the Lackawanna County Commissioners, City of Scranton, and Odyssey. You can find details on it at WILKnewsradio.com. And again, both myself and Nikki show will be live from downtown Scranton for this event. Come out and see us. We'll be there for our shows and after our shows. So uh, I believe Nikki's going to have a, her uh, vending booth set up there as well. So make sure you find her and see what she's got there for you. I'm sure I will. Uh, like I said early in the show when I started out the show, be careful this 4th of July. If you're traveling, it's, it's one of our biggest travel weekends of the year they're expecting up from you know years past. Drive carefully. Leave the fireworks to the professionals. Don't drink and drive. And if that wasn't enough, um, if that wasn't enough um, statement for you, just know that the Pennsylvania State Police have announced they will have DUI checkpoints all over the place. Um, and be careful. You know, they're going to be out there. You know they're going to be out there. Um, they're doing their job. They'll be statewide, so this isn't anything. They will have, uh, you know, different vehicles. They will be in different areas. They will have, you know, their construction setups that they've done. Uh, they will looking uh, to make you safe. It, it isn't about harassing you for having a good time on the 4th of July weekend. It is truly a service to keep you and your family safe, not just you as the potential drunk driver who's going out there and taking that risk, but the people around you, the family members like your family that may be a victim of, of carelessness and drunk driving. That's what they're out there for. They should be out there. I'm glad they're out there. They are spending times away from their family on this 4th of July weekend to protect us, the public. And that's what they're paid to do. That's what they do. And they do a great job of it. And there's no better than the Pennsylvania state police in doing that. Uh, you know, I've been in law enforcement 30 years and like, you know, we said when when a state when a state uh, is on the side of the road or when they get behind you, you know about it, and that's their presence. They've always been. Um, you know, I applaud the work they do here in Pennsylvania, as well as all our local and municipal police departments, our city, the smaller police departments. You know, where you have one or two officers, they do God's work out there. They really do a great job, and uh, you know, we need to 
to uh, to give them the thanks that they deserve because again they're away from their families making sure you or i are safe and responding to our crises if we have one if you happen to come across them if you happen to see them especially if you're at the, at the scrantastic spectacular on saturday on monday I am sure you'll see a lot of Scranton police down there, Lackawanna County sheriffs and everything else. Stop, say hello, shake their hands, tell them thank you for their service. It's 541 here at WILK. You mean the second Saturday of the weekend? Yeah, the second Saturday of the weekend. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata Internet. Yes, there are areas of slowing due to heavy traffic in the Wilkesbury area and the Scranton area on 81. It is still all jammed up, 81 northbound from Waverly to Lenox, and you pretty much are seeing the same thing southbound from Lenox to Waverly. It is jammed up in the Bloomsburg area on 80 West as well. And as you head on to Route 6 East, the KC Highway at Dunmore, bumper to bumper and crawling. It is whenever you see a track. Can I go home now? Can we get home? Can we go home? Yeah, we can get home. I'm, can just we get t- home? I'm tired today. Sorry. Uh, this traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata Internet. Nikki Stone. WILK traffic. She even forgot who she was now. Well, That's I forgot bad. what I was saying in what order I was <laughs> saying it, and I lost my mind. Usually it's a station. You got the three stations, so usually it's a station toss-up, the shell game. Nikki plays the shell game with yeah. the stations in front of her. But th- today I? was the name. Uh, today, and I just did all my stuff wrong. It was just oh. bad. I mean, I think the traffic was pretty accurate, unless there's an accident I missed, but... You know, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> it's almost over. One more. There you go. One, one more. more. And I hope the traffic clears up. Well, that was it for this show. So right. well, you hey, have a great you weekend. Have, you have a great weekend. And I'll see you Monday on Courthouse Square. I just talked about it. Yeah. Yes. Um, here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Jeremy Luan. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 63. Tomorrow, partly sunny with some scattered showers, maybe high, humid, high 85. Sunday, same thing. Breaks of sun, scattered showers, maybe some storms. High 80. Monday, again, a little more of the same. Some sun, scattered showers, maybe some storms. High 83. And Tuesday, 4th of July, more sun, high 88. Hopefully it's a lot better day. It's 83 degrees with that haze outside. We Again, the whole eastern side of Pennsylvania is pretty much under a red warning, and that's uh, hazardous. It's 543 here at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM. It's the 4th of July weekend. Make sure you get your party on, do it safe, responsibly, and enjoy yourself. It's 547 here at the station, 83 degrees and hazy outside, again, with that red hazardous warning we have in all of northeastern Pennsylvania. So be careful out there. Uh, hopefully it starts to clear out a little bit. I think they're expecting it to. The jet flow to change this weekend, and hopefully we get a little clearer air for us. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Rich from Laughlin on the Supreme Court. Rich. Thanks for taking the call, Rob. I just wanted to say I agree with all the decisions that uh, the Supreme Court made. Uh, you got a president that was on TV an hour and a half ago blaming everybody but himself. He was on TV a little over a year ago saying he cannot give free uh, tuition. He knew it, and he used it for electioneering. And now he has a sad face on TV blaming MAGA, blaming Trump. Now just still blaming Trump. I mean, that poor man, and on and on. Now, the Supreme Court, uh, I think, you, when you're a cop, you couldn't take anything on the arm in theory, and maybe there were some abuses. I think there should be some regulations as to what they can and can't do. They are the final purveyors of the law, and they have to be clean about it. The only problem I see is you've got three equal branches. Who's going to tell them what to do, Rob? 
Well, and that's it. I, I agree there should be some kind of ethics rule for the Supreme Court, but then then let's do it. Let's just not point fingers and pick and choose. See, when, it, when, when there was a different makeup of the Supreme Court, no one cared about these trips. No one cared about these things. And even now, they're only picking out certain people. Yeah. That are doing it, and, and and again, you know, I have text message calling in that everyone else disclosed things, and and just Thomas and Alito didn't. That's not the case. That that's really not the case. They all discuss these things. If you look into it more, Alito and Thomas themselves have spoken to the, the liberal justices about these trips. These weren't secrets. These weren't these gifts they've gotten in trips and everything aren't secrets. They're well talked about within there, and they're told, well, there's no rule to do these things. And in March of 2023, they did internally develop some kind of rule where they will start tell, reporting these things. It's not mandated. You know, If they want to mandate these things outside of themselves doing it, then Congress, the Senate, the President needs to say, hey, this is a priority. We want the Supreme Court to be above bar. Let's, have, let's vote on this ethics rule. And if it's constitutional, because that's one of the standards that there is for the Supreme Court, you know, let it be so. I'm not against that, but I'm against picking and choosing when you want to highlight the things. I agree. Well, you know what I think about it, too. They can't follow Congress with any laws, with the insider trading and all the other stuff they do. But, Rob, you have a good weekend. I agree with what you just said, and uh, that may happen eventually. As you saw, Jackson did uh, recuse herself because she was on the board at, at uh, Yale, or was it the other college? Uh, in, Harvard. Than, in Harvard. In Harvard, yes. So, so that's maybe what they have to do if they're that close to the situation. Have, have a good weekend, Rob. Thank you, you, sir. You too, Rich. Have a great Fourth of July. And, and it's as simple as this. Like it or not, what the Supreme Court has done is uphold the right to life, striking down Roe v. Wade, returning it to the states. Liberty struck down coercive speech in web designer religion liberty case. And the pursuit of happiness, they struck down the racist affirmative action. God bless America, right? It's as simple as that. That's what they did. They didn't take away your right to an abortion. They brought it back to the states where it belongs. They struck down coercive speech in the web designer case that came down today. That's, that's an expression case. That's a First Amendment case. And the pursuit of happiness, striking down racist affirmative action, because all affirmative action is is reverse racism. It's as simple as that. Let's go back to the phones now. We have uh, L from Wayne County on CPAC, L. Uh, All I can say is, with you and the last caller, ditto. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I agree. Um, I wanted to to mention, because I heard you on, I think it was yesterday you were talking, or I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, you were talking about CPAP, and I don't know, you probably know, but I just wanted to mention, it was a few years ago, they they did a major recall on the CPAP machines, and I believe if I'm if 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 I'm if my, my memory serves me correctly, I believe the one that they started with the recall was called Phillips. And then they yeah, they've taken they've taken things. mine twice. So there's there's oh, been a recall they? on mine twice. Yeah, something about the foam. Oh. There was a foam particle for sound dampening in it that could break apart and get in your get in your uh, in in the the airflow, and there were some other things. Yeah, I think originally they said about uh, the the cleaning of it wasn't so great, and then they went into the foam. And yeah, but there is there is different recalls on different machines. So just so people know to keep updating and looking uh, for the recalls because they are changing more readily now. All of a sudden, all these recalls are coming about, and there for a while, no recalls were happening after. Biden first went in, I think around that time, they weren't 
say anything about any of these recalls. And then once they started, it was like one after the other, benzene, benzene, benzene. That was like the biggie that they were recalling all these products. And that causes cancer. So Yeah, I mean, the, the entire thing with the CPAP machine that they made an issue with Joe Biden, I just found that ridiculous. And, and I call it like I see it. Again, that was just stupid to focus on. 20% of Americans use them. Probably another 20% need to use them. And they've been pretty, you know, you want to talk about the recalls of the CPAP machines. They've been really up on it. If I don't answer or respond to one of their, I'm, I'm getting messages, phone calls, mailings. You know, with big red envelopes saying, I mean, it's a medical device, so they really have to take it serious. And they do. I'll give it to them. It's an inconvenience to have to have it recalled. You know, I think I had to wait a couple months, like six or seven months, and I can't go a day without my CPAP. But they say, oh, stop using it for six or seven months. (laughs) Well, that's not an option for me. So, you know, I hope it doesn't kill me, but I'm still using it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're aware. I figured you would be because you're you're up on everything. You're doing a great job. Have a great weekend this weekend, and can we hear your you next week? What's your plans this weekend? You have any? Well, I already had plans to go down into Scranton. That's why I was asking Nikki today to about if they were going to have the streets crossed off. So I knew whether or not it was going to be in my travel path. But I didn't even realize that that was going to be on the third when when um, they're having that. Scranton Fantastics or whatever it's called. So um, I, I, I ended up calling the Scranton police and they told me, no, like Adams is going to be open. So at least I know that thoroughfare is going to be open. <laughs> yeah, they, they usually keep it to a minimal down there. You'll be able to get in and out of there. There's usually plenty of ways to do it. Um, like I said, Nikki's going to be there from 12 to 3. I'm going to be there from 3 to 6. And then the whole thing goes on till you know, almost 10 o'clock at night with the fireworks at 945, I believe. Uh-huh. Okay, well, thanks a lot, and have a great time. All right, if you decide to go, we'll see you there. If not, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Okay, sounds great. Thanks, Al. And again, really, if you're in the area, uh, you can come down um, and see us. You know, uh, I'm, I'm just reading through some text messages here, and they, they just get funny in front of you. The, the Supreme Court's the way it is because of me. Um, just if you're asking, if anybody says, you know, why the Supreme Court's making these decisions, just say it's because of the Rob O'Donnell show, because um, because uh, that's the way it is. And, and it's funny because everyone else disclosed just because there is no written law doesn't make it not right. Uh, there's uh, right and wrong, and this was not right. The optics were bad, lacked integrity, and unscrupulous. I understand that, but not everyone has disclosed these things. Um, and it's just the way it is. And, and then they go on the texter, again, usually an anonymous texter. That, that just wants to send things in. No one trusts the Supreme Court anymore because of people like you that defend bad actors. Um, yeah, no, that's that's not. And, and show me where this was bad actors. Show me where, you know, you might not agree with the decisions they made. That's fine. You don't have to agree with it. But if you look at the core of what they decided in, you want to pick and choose. You want them to prevent people from saying things and expressing things in certain circumstances, but you don't in others. Um you know, and, and it's as simple as that. Uh, I've already seen what the next Supreme Court's going to be. Um, it, it's very simple, and it's coming out of Michigan. The Michigan House passed the bill today uh, that could make using the wrong pronouns a felony finable up to $10,000. And uh, it, that's going to be the next Supreme Court right there in, in a year or two, probably two or three years from now. But the Michigan House of Representatives passed a bill that could make using the wrong pronouns a felony. I'm sorry, you could be whoever you want to be, but you cannot force me to express those things. This is just as simple as that. So there's your next Supreme Court case right there, 
And if you like it or not, that's just the way it is. It's 5.56. We'll be back in a minute to shut down the show for this 4th of July week. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's almost 6 o'clock here at the station, 4th of July weekend. Again, enjoy yourselves. Monday, if you come down to the Scrantastic Spectacular, see Nikki, see me live broadcasting down there. Say hello after the fact. Say hello during the breaks. Wave while I'm on the air. It should be a great time. Hopefully the weather holds up. It'll be a nice event. A lot of things going on. And uh, be safe this 4th of July weekend. And again, remember what this weekend is about. Remember what the 4th of July is for America. Uh, We are the greatest country in the world. We form to make a more perfect union each and every day. God bless, be safe, and we'll see you next week.